Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Kenny Rongo. Ken is a children's and youth worker at Grace Point Church. Yes, Jumbo and Karibu Sana to this podcast. On Mondays, we think of stories making headlines here in the country and even in other parts of the world. But we usually don't stop there. We do go ahead and process all that as followers of Jesus and citizens, not just of this country, but citizens of a much better country whose builder and the architect is God. Yes, that's what we do every Monday. This week, we look back at what has been making headlines in the news in the past one week. And you can agree with me, a lot has happened in the past several days, ranging from deaths of prominent people to change of guard and presidents and prime ministers in several countries. Our main headline of focus today will be about the different deaths that have been reported in the past week. And then we will think together, what are we to make of death? How ought we to prepare for it when it comes? As usual, it's good to start with the most familiar story that has been making headlines in the past several months, COVID-19 pandemic. In the past one week, we have seen surging numbers of new cases in our country. We have even seen the government imposing new regulations in parts of this country to try and deal with this surge. In the past week, one story that has made headlines in the world about COVID-19 is that deaths that are coronavirus related have hit 4 million. This is quite striking in that even with a recent analysis saying that over a year, COVID-19 deaths had not hit 2 million. But get this, in just 166 days, the next 2 million deaths have been recorded, which shows that deaths are increasing even as this pandemic stays longer with us. Now, as we keep hoping that vaccines will continue to be administered to many, let's keep praying for many who are hard hit by this pandemic. Many have lost loved ones through it. Others have been adversely affected by it, either through loss of jobs and livelihoods, or even been affected by this virus. It's sad that for others, the many months of this COVID pandemic has meant a lot of mental health issues. May we keep praying that God will help them to keep looking to him, that God will have mercy on them and us all. And even as we pray, let's not doubt, even for a second, that God is good, even as we continue seeing many deaths as a result of this pandemic. Moving on to a different story that has been making headlines here in the country, and lots of people shared it even on social media, is how many have protested registration into political parties without their consent. It's interesting to hear many people point out that without their proper knowledge, they just checked and found themselves already registered members of a certain political party. Very interesting. I personally have not checked, but most probably, my name might be in one of the political parties' book. Even as we think of this, it's good for us as Christians to think what registration might mean for us. We might not be even our names in that book of this 
party or the other party. But the book of Revelation, Apostle John talks of a book in which names are written. In this book, names of all who have confessed Jesus and who have bowed their head before him are found. And you know what? No one whose name is not in the book will enter the kingdom of heaven. So it might be good to ask ourselves, even as we think of this, is your name in the book of life? Are you registered in the book that really matters? Is your name there? If not, why? Now, thinking of a different story that has made headlines internationally in the past week is the change of leadership, Olive Uraik, change of an era, especially in two biggest countries of focus, Israel and Iran. In the past several weeks, Israel made headlines because of that conflict that they had between uh, Israel and Palestine. But just a few weeks after, Israel's parliament approved a new coalition government, adding Benjamin Netanyahu's 12 years in power. This story has come as a breaking news for many, considering many were following up the last conflict. In fact, one would have thought Netanyahu would remain in power a bit longer. But that's not the case. And it's not only in Israel that has changed their leadership, but Iran as well. In the past week, Ibrahim Rais won the presidential elections, which means he'll soon be the head of the new government in that country. Now with this, it's good for us to see that no one will remain in power forever. Yes, one can rule for decades, as some of our presidency in Africa have done. But the truth is, generations come and generations go. Likes of Netanyahu has joined the group of former, former presidents, former prime ministers, former bosses, you name it. This change of God should remind us of what the Bible says about Jesus. He is the one and the only one who rules forever. Kingdoms come and ki kingdoms go. Generations come and generations go. But only Jesus' kingdom remains forever. His kingdom he will have no end. And you know what? This is good news. Good news for you and I. We don't want to be citizens of a country that will be there just for a short time. And then we'll be there no more. But for all of us who are Christians, we who have believed in Jesus and have put our hope in him, we have one who rules forever. One who will be the, our leader forever. The leader that we really need. And his name is Jesus. The Bible tells us that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, to a major headline of focus today, lots of deaths have been reported in the past week. Here in the country, we lost a prominent businessman Chris Kirubi, popularly known as DJ CK. In the past week, we also, as a country, lost a prominent politician from Nyanza, Jakoyo Meduo. Far away from here, to another country in Africa, the country of Zambia, they lost their founding president, President Kenneth Kauda, who died aged 97 in the past week. Now, I guess you might also know people who have died whose deaths have not made headlines, be it a relative, a close friend, a colleague, a neighbor, you name it. Now, I don't know what comes to mind when you hear of death. 
What do you make of death? What do you make of it when it hits our news headlines? How do you process all that? Few things ought to come to mind when we watch and read and hear about death. Let me point out three things for us today. First, we will all die. Yes, this is one thing we need to think every time we hear someone has died. We'll all die. You and I will one day die. We will breathe our last. Our generation will die and another generation will come. As we see news headlines of the mighty and strong die, of the rich and the poor die, of the haves and have-nots die, we ought to remember that we are mortal beings. That one day, each one of us will be normal. And since we'll die, then we ought to prepare for death. But one might ask, how do we prepare for it? We prepare for death by thinking of the afterlife, which takes us to the second thing that we want to think about together. And this second thing is, if you are Christian, even though you die, you will live. If you are Christian, even though you die, you will live. Now, these are not my words, but Jesus' words to his disciples. One time, Jesus was with his disciples, and he heard that Lazarus had died. On hearing this, we are told in John 11 that Jesus told his disciples, Oh, Fred, Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus, we are told, had been speaking of Lazarus' death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. Do you see that according to Jesus, death for Christians is like sleep. When you and I go to bed in the evening and wake up the following day, so it will be the case for our death. We will sleep. But on that last day, we will rise up as we wake up every morning. Jesus then goes to Lazarus' home, and one conversation with mother, that is Lazarus' sister, even points, even pushes this point further home. Lord, mother said to Jesus, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Verse 23 of John 11, Jesus replies to mother, your brother will rise again. Then mother answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. But Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. And then Jesus asks mother this big question that me and you ought to think about. Do you believe this? Do you believe that Jesus is the resurrection and the life, and whoever believes in him will live even though they die. This is a very interesting conversation that Jesus and mother had, which added with even Jesus raising Lazarus back to life. For sure, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. With us can take Jesus' words, that all those who believe in him will live even though they die, we can take those Jesus' words to bank. Yes, whoever lives by believing in Jesus will never die. In other words, the second death won't harm them. 
But for those who are not Christians, then dead means something worse, which takes us to the third and the last thing. And this third thing we will we'll see together is, if you are not a Christian, after death, you'll face judgment. If you're not a Christian, death means judgment. The last book of the Bible, that is the book of Revelation, says this about second death in chapter 21, verse 8. But the cowardry, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the sacred death. Here in Revelation chapter 21 verse 8, we clearly see what will happen to all those who have not believed in Jesus. A lake of burning sulfur is reserved for them. For them, death means judgment. Death means hell. But for all who have believed in Jesus, we who have put our faith in him and have trusted in Jesus, then we'll be completely saved. Hear what the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. And just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. So, if you are a Christian, keep waiting for Jesus. Yes, keep waiting for his appearing when he comes again. But if you're not a Christian, then judgment is coming. And how can you run away from this judgment? Look to Jesus. Look to the one who has already taken that judgment. But if you are a Christian, keep waiting for Jesus' second coming. So until then, when he comes again, keep waiting. Until then, tell others about his first coming. And until then, remind everyone that Jesus will come again for a second time. Many thanks again for tuning in. See you again next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Brisbane Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website, gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.